0: It's that time of year again. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope will be a long run. And DraftKings is giving all customers a free shot at up to $100,000 in total prizes. All you have to do is head to the DraftKings app and make your picks. Download the DraftKings app, head to their free-to-play pool page, and enter DraftKings free $100,000 tournament seeding pool. Free-to-play pools are easy to play. All you have to do is make your pick for who you think will get a ticket into March's biggest tournament. If you have the most answers correct, you win. The bank is open. Plus, don't forget about golf's fifth major this weekend taking place in Florida where DraftKings will have even more money up for grabs. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of $100,000 in total prizes with DraftKings Tournament Seeding Pool. That's promo code THPN to get a free shot at $100,000 in prizes, only at DraftKings. This is the
1: Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Chase Croshaw with me. Chase, it's a lovely Tuesday afternoon. The temperature is in the 60s. How are we feeling?
1: Feeling great about it, really. Uh, it's just, it's talked about it kind of last episode we, we were looking forward to it happening this week it's here uh we're, we're chilling you know, i went outside yesterday short sleeve shirt and shorts we felt great no issues uh those you know ready to go, go lay back in my back patio and start sun tanning honestly hell yeah I, I i cannot wait for summer and not because i'm someone who loves the heat
0: i actually prefer to be cold rather than oh hot. yeah I, yeah you know chase is in the same boat um but I would much rather wear shorts than anything else. Are you kidding me? Athletic shorts or even how put on some khaki shorts, go play a little golf, do something like uh, shorts are just so much better than anything else. And even in the wintertime when I got to wear sweats or whatever, I'm wearing long pants right when I get home, take them off. Shorts are on and I, I can't wait for summer because that's all I can wear and that's all I want to wear.
1: Oh, 100%. I will not wear shorts, or I will not wear anything but shorts, I should say, in my house. I'll put on pants if I'm going somewhere. If I just get home, I might have them on for a minute, but I change, like, immediately. Like, why, you know, why restrict myself? I I got to show off, you know, these just muscular legs of mine, these, these manly legs, um, and then I don't want to sweat, too, you know, and, and I got a medical condition where I sweat more than I, I normally do and causes issues, so, you know, it's even more reason for me not to sweat. So, Chase, you...
0: <laughs> um you you said you wear nothing but shorts so does that mean you know no shirt you're free balling in the shorts what's happening
1: yeah you know I, i'll shirt shirtless no one to wear so not pants me around my house you're, you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna get a surprise put it that way <laughs> oh boy yeah yeah let's keep it that <laughs> way let's not uh
0: let's not Continue on that. But Chase, we just finished our recording for WNP. We're not professionals. That's our other podcast. We just did our QB rankings for the upcoming draft. I don't know about you, but I absolutely loved it. Even though you had Trevor Lawrence at seven, wasn't really the best, take, but but I think it was awesome.
1: Uh, it, it was a fun episode, you know. I I'm a huge draft and development guy in terms of all sports, so it's my favorite time of the year. Coming up, to the the NFL draft and the NHL draft is my true favorite time of the year. So it, it was a ton of fun talking about it, uh, you know, about our thoughts, feelings, opinions that are me coming up. We had some good discussion, Alec. You know, bad takes as usual, me unreal takes as usual. So well, not, nothing too new there, you know. Right, right. Well, Chase, a good episode of
0: Bolt's broadcast on tap today. Uh, we're going to be talking about some NHL draft stuff because there's some rumors going around about that. Um, then we got to talk about Eric Chernak and how, you know, there was a, a bit of an unfortunate hit that happened in our last game. We're going to be talking about that last game against Chicago as well. And then after the commercial break, I've got a little mid-year awards type of game for Chase. Uh, they're not exactly what you're thinking, so we're not going to be talking Vesna or anything. Uh, something a little different. We'll get to that when we get there. But Chase, let's first start off with some of those NHL draft rumors. Um, rumors that maybe it's not going to be when we expect it to be. Maybe there's going to be some changes coming to the NHL draft very soon. Let's just dive deep into that.
1: All right, so we'll start with normally the draft is in June uh, this year with the season starting when it did, it was going to getting pushed back to July. Well, there was some talk, you know, and a board of governors meeting that maybe they'll push it back further in the summer. Maybe they'll push it back to next year. Uh, there's been rumors that they wanted to change the draft age to 19. So this would be the year to do it. But it sounds like, uh, you know, from a reliable source, i.e. an article I found saying sources, um, that the NHL will not be moving it, it will still be in July. Um, so you don't expect anything too different there, but there will be some changes to the draft lottery more likely than not. There are these proposed, um, and they they make some some make sense, some of them don't, but it seems like it'd be something teams are in favor of. So we'll start off, it's kind of three main points. Uh, first, a team will be limited to no more than two lottery wins in a five year period teams can only jump 10 spots in a lottery win. So if you're the 15th uh, pick, you can only jump up to five. And then a reduction in number of picks decided by lottery from three to two. So instead of the top three picks being up for play, only the top two picks are essentially.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. But first, I'll mention the uh, 19-year-old. They want to change it to uh, 19-year-old is the age of the draft. I, I don't like that. Like, I like it when young kids get drafted. I like it when 17-year-olds... Get drafted, even though they'll be 18 by the time the season starts. Um, so I'm not a fan of that. But these three new rules, uh, the first one I absolutely love: limit it to two lottery wins in the in the five-year span. That would mean Edmonton wouldn't get McDavid, and I would love that. I don't want to see an Edmonton situation ever again. That was the most annoying thing ever when you just saw Edmonton constantly, constantly getting the first overall pick with freaking Hall, Yakupov, Nuge, McDavid. Like, calm down.
1: Yeah, especially since they did nothing with it, too. It made it even more annoying. So, you know, I, I'm for the most part, I think I'm a fan of this rule. It's just it's a weird kind of spin on it. So it's hard for me to completely know how I feel. But I think I'm a fan at the end of the day. Um, it, it'll it be a benefit for those those really bad teams. It gives them more of a chance, um, especially with like the three to two rule, gives them more of a chance to get one of those higher picks as needed. But at the same time, if you're staying parentally bad, uh, you're not being given those top assets to mismanage and ruin their careers. So I think overall, yeah, I'd have to be a fan of this rule too.
0: Yeah, and if they don't change the percentages, then I like the 3-2 to rule. However, if they can make it so that the worst team in the league, like they don't have a 50% chance to get the fourth overall pick or whatever it is, just terrible odds, if they change the odds, then keep it at three. I think it's awesome to see the top three picks get you know have a chance to get moved whereas uh, top two not as fun but the odds right now are just so bad that I, I think if they were to keep those the three to two rule is probably smart
1: yeah that's fair and the, the odds are it's, it's atrocious it's it's really not fair for a team especially if a team's just not like actually tanking they're just bad because you know they had to sell out some assets to win a championship now they're really bad and they're going through hell or something or whatever else something happens where they're bad and they just can't get the first overall pick. You know, the Detroit Red Wings are a great example of it. They're a team that just cannot get a top three pick for the life of them, even though they are apparently one of the worst teams in the league the last few years. They're just getting kind of screwed over. So those odds need to be changed drastically, or the three, the two, will. I'll I'll take that too. Yeah, and the last one that you mentioned,
0: the you can only move up 10 spots, I don't really like that. Like, I think... Just scrap that and just do a lottery of the top 10 teams. Like, don't make it so the the 15th place team can get to five. Like, no, who cares? Just do a top 10 then. Uh, I like it how it is. Um, If they're going to implement a rule where, you know, you can only go 10 spots, I'd rather scrap that and just make it the top 10 teams in the lottery because – I just think it's kinda of pointless for someone to win the lottery. Like if the sixteenth team wins the lottery, they only go up to six. That's not really winning the lottery.
1: Yeah, I agree. It kind of reminds me of that was twenty twelve, I think, when the Devils they moved up from eight to four, I think is what it was. Uh like and they were able to get Adam Larson out of it. When I mean they turned to Taylor Hall, whatever, blah blah blah. All that doesn't matter. Uh they only moved up so many spots because that's all they were allowed to move up. It's just it's it's weird. It, it, it was weird. Uh, yeah, the 10 spot thing I'm, I'm not a fan of. Uh, just change the odds, and it makes a lot more sense.
0: Yep, absolutely. But, Chase, we'll now talk about Eric Chernak and how uh, – who was it, Murphy, that uh, hit him in the head? Connor Murphy? Yep.
1: Connor Murphy. Yeah, it yes. was – Go good, go good, go good. go on, go, on, go, on, go, on, go Well, ahead, I was just going to transition and ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: just say that uh, no suspension coming for Connor Murphy after that. The head-hunting hit for Eric Chernak, Uh I saw Chase's favorite Twitter account, World Hockey Report, said, keep your head up, kid. Uh, I, I think there's a difference between keep your head up, kid, and it, I, I don't know. From my standpoint, it looked like Connor Murphy was leading his shoulder into Chernak's head. There was no doubt in my mind that it was, you know, just a keep your head up, kid, type of thing. I, I think it was, you know, more egregious than that.
1: Yeah, I, I got to agree. So... I think that it, it wasn't a clean hit. I don't think it was intentional. I wouldn't spend him either. Honestly, I think the, just getting kicked out of the game is fine enough. He's not a dirty player uh, by any means. So like these hits happen sometimes. I, he didn't go out there and be like I'm going to go take off Trenox head. Uh, but it, it happened that way. And regardless, intent or not, if it happens, it happens. Uh, it could be worth review. But in this situation, uh, it just it didn't seem too like it didn't seem intentional enough or bad enough to warrant any sort of suspension or fine. I have no problem with how it's playing out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Ejected from the game, and that's it. That's completely fine with me. Good old American boy. He's not uh, a headhunter like Tom Wilson with multiple past experiences and this type of stuff, so um, I'm fine with it. However, it does leave us a little bit weaker on the right side of our defense, Um, so why don't you talk about that a little bit, Chase? Obviously, Eric Chernak, we— uh, fr- n- not franchise tagged him. We signed him, him through his RFA. Yeah, qualified him. There we go. Uh, thinking about football too much here, but we qualified him. Found a way to maneuver the cap, get him back. Uh, we had to because that right side needed some help. Uh, and then Eric Chernak gets smoked.
1: Yeah. So it's it's kind of rough between you know Chernak and and Ruda both being out. But they did practice yesterday, so there is optimism that they will play this week. But if they don't play at all, I mean, that right side of the decor is just horrendous, really. Callum Foot's your like probably best right shot defenseman at that point? And that's not good because, you know, he's a good player, but he's not there yet. Uh, so hopefully you leave like, you know, closer to the deadline later on in the season um, as we start seeing things develop. Hopefully we can find some sort of trade to get another right shot defenseman, a top four type guy, because even when healthy, it is it is really the only weakness of this team. If that right shot D gets figured out, you know, if we could bring in a Kevin Chan Kirk level like from last year, I think that'd be fantastic. This team wouldn't this team wouldn't lose the Stanley Cup. They I would I'd bet $1,000, 100 I'd bet $100,000 on them that they'd win the Cup at that point, honestly, because they were to be zero holes at that point.
0: That's a lot of money, Chase.
1: Yep, it, it is. If if they can make a trade like that and get that type of defenseman, I don't care. It. I will go right into my sportsbook app and bet the money that I have and Just put it all on Tampa winning. All right. That's uh, a little bit too bold for me. I'm
0: not. I mean, sports are crazy. Even the best teams sometimes have their falls. So um, for sure, there would be no holes. This team would be the absolute favorite. It already is. But uh, to to bet that much money, a little bit, uh, a little bit too optimistic on my end. But Chase, let's talk. (laughs) I don't have that money anyway. Okay, well that's good. But I was gonna say, <laughs> let's talk about how nice it is that if for some reason Yan Ruda and Eric Chernak aren't going to be able to play, aren't up to speed, that's okay because we're reversing the Red Wings.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, by the time you hear this, you're, we're already going to beat the Red Wings two games in a row. So you all are going to know what's been happening, but you don't you don't have to worry too much. You you can just play your game, uh, not have to worry about a couple players missing because it's the Detroit Red Wings and they are just easy to beat up on. Yeah, exactly. We are recording on Tuesday, so we have not seen
0: the first Red Wings game yet. Um, predicting it to go well, if it. If it doesn't, let's all blame Chase. Just hop on it right now, at Shawdust on Twitter. His fault, not mine. Uh, But Chase, let's go over this past game. Uh, Only one game to cover. It was between the Chicago Blackhawks and the Tampa Bay Lightning. This was the deciding game of the series. And uh, yet again, this series is plagued by whoever scores first, whoever gets the big lead, they lose. And that's exactly what happened as Chicago got off to a 3-0 start. And then got dominated the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. I saw a couple tweets on Twitter talking about, "Oh, look, look at this Chicago! How are they not a wagon? They're up three 0 and then Tampa just mollywopped them the rest of the way." Uh, it it was it's strange, you know. You don't see these types of leads blown that often, like that many games in a row, like <laughs> especially when you're all playing the same team. It it, it was just it was super strange, uh, but it made for really entertaining hockey nonetheless. Uh, you know, even. Though Tampa got down a 3-0 lead, I thought this looked like the better team. Chicago just happened to capitalize on their chances. And then by the end of the game, I mean, every number, every, like everything just just showed that Tampa was the better team in this game. They outshot him. They outplayed him. The power play was absolutely dominant. Uh, just watching the game, it was just, the puck controls all Tampa. It, it was clearly a game that Tampa was going to win.
0: Yeah, it was like Chicago was playing with their older brother. And obviously, not brothers like the Florida Panthers, but uh, in the fact that, you know, Chicago, they they threw a couple, you know, little punches like, ah, gotcha. And then that third goal, that third punch that landed, upset Big Brother. And Big Brother comes down with just all the firepower. And then, you know, Mom comes in the room and said, let's, let's end this. You got six goals on them. You're fine. Um, so, you know, a little analogy there, if you have any siblings, I mean, Chase got beat up by his older brother all the time. Um,
1: <laughs> I got beat up by him once when I was two years old and he pushed me off a chair and I had to get stitches. I fell forehead first onto an action figure.
0: <laughs> you know, what's funny is my little brother, Jake, he's got a black eye right now. Um, he sent a picture the other day where it like just recently happened and there was even some blood like around his eye. And we asked what happened because obviously I'm not home. I don't know what's happening. I'm up at school. And he said that him and my dad were working on the dirt bikes and my dad accidentally like swung his elbow back too quick. And my brother was right there and it smoked him in the eye. And I'm like, uh, let's not tell that story to other people. Like, don't tell anyone that your dad gave you your black eye because that probably wouldn't
1: look too great but then you go on the podcast and tell the whole world
0: yeah but (laughs) like i said it was on accident it wasn't purposeful. yeah i mean knowing my uh, brother like someone's gonna ask and be like oh yeah my dad elbowed me in the face like okay there's a difference let's get the whole story out there
1: yeah that's, that's that's fair that's fair
0: yeah well chase we're gonna go to a quick commercial break uh Big stuff for the, the Tampa Bay Lightning doing really well this season. We're very happy about that. Uh, after the commercial break, we are going to be doing a mid-year awards. Like I said, it's not going to be what you're used to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chases on the spot yet again.
1: He's my brother, Mike. He's my brother, Matt. And we are the Brothers
0: of Discussion, hosting Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a
1: boat. In a season mired in tragedy and despair, we are here to be your audible Earl Grey. To bring joy, placidity, and perspective to one of the roughest eras in Red Wing history. Ah! We honor the past, find the positives in the present. I swear they're there. And paint the picture of what's to come in the winged wheel's future. Paul Woods here on the radio broadcast to your Detroit Red Wings, and I'm going to play games like Who's that? Who's that Come on. Where Matt has to try and guess quotes pulled right out of context for Jeff Blaschel, and we got to figure out who that Red Wing is. <laughs> Every episode, we put ourselves in the legendary shoes of Steve Eiserman and play Be the GM,
0: finding ways to ice a competitive team while accumulating assets for the franchise's future. We also shoot the breeze, some of the great local and national voices in Red Wings hockey, including Ken Kell and Keith Gave and Greg Wyshynski and Ryan Lambert.
1: Check us out every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you listen to podcast.
0: And check us out live every Wednesday and Sunday for Red Wings reactions and live conversations with you on our YouTube channel, The Brothers of Discussion. All right, and we are back. Chase going to be on the spot once again. Uh, it seems like over these last couple of episodes, I've been putting Chase on the spot. I really like it because uh, if... If he says something stupid, it makes him look stupid, not me, because I'm just the one asking the question. So, Chase, mid Awards here, I got 10 for you. Uh, I gave you some options, too. If you want to go with the other option, the other option is always available. I've got three players slash three teams for each category, and then there will be that fourth option where there's an other. You think there's just someone out there that I missed, some team out there that I missed. So, let's get started with the most exciting player in the league, McDavid. Austin Matthews and Matthew Barzal. Who you going with?
1: So I mean I, I think it's it's pretty safe to say that Connor McDavid is that guy for me. Um, you know some people they're, they're gonna like they rate their like, excitement level I guess at different levels, but if I'm if I'm turning into a game and I want to see somebody just like absolutely take over the game and be the best player in the world do everything they can, the one person that can do that on a basis is Connor McDavid. The stuff he Nancy does is Sorelli. ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, and and, and Anthony's probably sorry. How could I forget? Uh, But regardless, Connor McDavid, you know, he's leading the league, dominating the league for a reason in scoring. Uh, He's just been fantastic this year. Even if the Canadian division is a higher scoring division compared to the rest, it doesn't matter. It, It doesn't, you know, like make any less of what he's doing. He could still be doing a pretty similar thing in any other division. He really has just been dominant to show how he really is the best player in the league and no one comes close. All right, next up, future face
0: of the NHL. And this is uh, younger players, like, you know, much younger players, not like Matthews, McDavid, you know. Uh, So you got Jack Hughes, Kirill Kaprizov and Tim Stutzla.
1: So of those names, I would have to say uh, Jack Hughes. Uh, And honestly, if I had to honestly think of an other I don't I don't know who else I would really want to choose because I, I don't think this is like face of the NHL isn't really a defenseman or a goalie thing. It's, it's a forward thing. It's a high scoring thing. And I think Jack Hughes is going to be a perennial point per game type guy. He's got that type of talent. He was a first overall pick for a reason. Uh, he really could be someone that, that's in that realm. All right. Best face
0: in new place uh, trades for agency, all that in the picture. You've got Jacob Markstrom, Alex Petrangelo and
1: Patrick Line. So, I mean, I, I honestly couldn't tell you what's been going on in Calgary. I, I've, pay, I've paid attention to the Canadian division, but the Calgary team I have not paid any attention to. I know they're kind of struggling, but I don't know what Mark's doing himself. Uh, I'd say, you know, the probably biggest impact of that group is Alex Petrangelo. You know, Lainey's been doing some good things in Columbus. He's had some bad things, too, but he's starting, you know, he's looking more and more like a fit for that team. But Petrangelo, uh, you know, provides Vegas that number one defenseman. I still think Vegas can perform better than they have. They've showed some great signs. They've showed some, you know, horrible signs, too. Uh, now that they have that, that like, number one defenseman, that's all I said they really needed, and they could be a cup-winning team. And I think they're going to hit their stride, probably add one or two guys to the deadline and really become a true cup tender maybe my favorite out of whatever I don't I don't even know exactly how the east and west is gonna work this year but I know they're gonna be in the west so they might be my favorite out of the west all right let's move on to best
0: player not named McDavid you've got his teammate Leon Drysidel, Nathan McKinnon and Austin Matthews
1: Nathan McKinnon um Austin Matthews is someone who could get there but he's not there yet he's a goal scorer is still working you know on his playmaking abilities and it's getting better in the defensive game uh sure you can argue mcdave is not a great defensive player but he's so unbelievably offensive that it just doesn't matter so nathan mckinnon is, is that guy though for me what he does is incredible i would say he's the second best player in the world right now uh and I, i'd safely say that too he's just phenomenal offensively he could lead any team to the playoffs um it's just it's just incredible watching that kid play night in night out
0: I was hoping you were going dry side over Matthews so I could argue for McKinnon because I absolutely agree. Nathan McKinnon just on another level and it's crazy to me to think back in 2013 being compared to Crosby and, you know, he looked good out of the gate, but then he had, I think it was his second year and maybe his third year or maybe it was just his second year, but he kind of had a down year and uh, people were thinking, okay, he can still be a really good player, uh, still going to be an elite player, but. I don't think people um, continued to believe that he was going to be a top three player in the league. Right now, top two in my mind. He's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I got to agree with you there. Like, he just what he's done has been fantastic. And he might even still have a little more to his game that has yet to be shown. I I honestly think that wouldn't be too far-fetched.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, Sabres player that needs to go first. Taylor Hall, Jeff Skinner, or Jack Eichel?
1: Uh, I mean, Taylor Hall is the option because Taylor Hall is the one you can actually get a return from while being able to like trade him with somewhat of ease. You know, Jack Eichel too big of a piece to trade during the season. Jeff Skinner, no one's trading for him, so it doesn't matter. So Taylor Hall is just the clear, obvious choice. You can still get a really good haul for him. You can get some picks. You can get some prospects. You can get some depth players. You, you can get a mix of, of any of those things, really. I don't know why the hell you wouldn't be trying to trade him right now.
0: All right, and then man with the hands. This is the player you want in the shootout game on the line. Patrick Kane, TJ Oshie, Kane. Connor McDavid.
1: Yeah, yeah. I all I had to hear was Patrick Kane, and it just it's Patrick Kane. It, Patrick it just, Kane, just,
0: Connor McDavid, or Pavel Datsuk.
1: Okay, maybe Pavel Datsuk. <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe Franz Nielsen. I'm pretty sure he's still the all time leader in shootout percentage. He could be. I just uh, uh, c-
0: kind of cracked. I knew obviously Patrick Kane, McDavid's amazing, yeah. and then TJ Oshi. I mean, come on, that guy's one of the most clutch shootout performers in the game. Um, all right, oh yeah. Move it on to most surprising team, and this goes both ways. So you got Dallas, Chicago, or Minnesota.
1: I think I'm going to go with Chicago as much as I want to go to Dallas because they're very underwhelming. Um, they haven't like played as many games as, as everybody that's in for them to kind of get in a groove like some of these other teams have. So I kind of feel for them. Um, so I, I, I'd want to go that, but like Chicago has been really good. They are probably going to be a playoff team. I'd be surprised at this point if they're not. Things have to really fall apart. Uh, Kevin Lincoln's been playing really well in net. They've been getting good performances from, you know, like Pia Suter, uh, Philip Khrushchev. They're, they're, they're getting these, you know, great young players making their NHL debuts this year and really showing out. And what they've done is really impressive. And Minnesota is a fun team to watch, that's for sure. So, you know, that's like, that's impressive, surprising, whatever you want to call it. But it just, I think Chicago's on a different level.
0: All right, sleeping giant. You have got the Philadelphia Flyers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Dallas Stars.
1: Dallas Stars. That's kind of what I was mentioning. Uh, you know, they haven't really been able to get that momentum going. I th- I think they can. They they have the roster. They have the talent. They went to the finals last year. They're a pretty similar team. I don't know like why they wouldn't be able to once they are able to just kind of keep rolling and get rolling. Um, I, I, don't know what they're going to need. They might need another piece or two. If they decide to go that route, that could really help them. If they don't I think they can still figure it out. Um, they're really going to push hard for the playoffs. They're going to have to, you know, stay hot and get hot or get hot and stay out. I should reverse the way to say that. Uh, but they, they could very realistically play a, be a playoff team and then do some damage.
0: All right, and last but not least, the biggest pretender, a team that is currently in a playoff position but you don't think has a chance, the Florida Panthers, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Edmonton Oilers.
1: (sighs) See, like, I I do like these options because I think think Chicago's going to make the playoffs, but they could drop off. Uh, Florida is a team that's really been playing well this year, uh, above expectations because, like, Bob hasn't been good at all. It's been all Chris Strider. Uh, And then you go to Edmonton and like they're not a good roster. I don't think they like I think McDavid would score at a similar rate that he is in other divisions, but they'd lose more games. Um, Gosh, you know, like that's a good question. If I had to go with one of these three teams, I think I would lean Florida, but maybe if I had to go like elsewhere uh, you know, you know, maybe maybe a team like like the Montreal Canadiens, if if I could, for example, like I, they look really good to start the season. Uh, they're kind of falling apart now, and everything's going horribly. Carey Price is terrible. They did a co- they made a coaching change. Maybe something will happen, but they could very possibly fall out, and then Vancouver or Calgary could kind of step up into that plate.
0: All right, for sure. Those are the made season awards. Uh, I like stuff like this. I like playing little games with Chase, putting him on the hot spot. So uh, we've done them a lot recently. I I think we'll try to continue them as long as I've got the ideas. So if there's something that you guys think would be fun to listen to, if there's a game that you'd like to hear, let me know and I can put Chase on the hot seat. But that's going to do it for the episode. Chase, we're going to move into hockey name of the day now uh, because of. Oh my gosh! Because of course we are, but that is not a fun name.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: I want. it you, makes to take you
1: feel better, okay. okay. Uh, I, I, I I can't. I don't know if I can say the first name honestly. Right. I, I need. I wanted to look it up. I wanted to try to struggle through it with you, but I can. I know I can say the last name.
0: I want you to take a picture of it and put it on the Twitter when this episode gets dropped because. All right. Like. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh Let's just <laughs> go with Orlean <laughs>
1: Chaucery not Oh my f- god <laughs> It is so hard What is that? If I, it, It's French uh, If I'm not mistaken If I had a guess The French pronunciation Of this word is going to be Oyen uh, just based on how the, how they don't like pronouncing any letters in, in their Ouin. name. Oyen. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even look it up because I I I want I just wanted to struggle through this one with you. So, so it's, a
0: silent, it's a silent R, E, and
1: L. Yeah, it, 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 it tends to be for like okay. the words like this in French. Yeah, and then Chosier-Lapri. So Oyen Chosier-Lapri is a French defenseman. He recently got promoted to the top league in France, was playing in the second level league. Uh, He had five games and three points down in that league. You know, not a special player, played internationally for them, played, uh, you know, U-20. He's someone that might play for them. Coming up, you know, once they start getting some more world championship bids, blah, 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 as he continues to develop, he's only 21 years old. But we're not going to have to pronounce his name in the NHL anytime soon. Do not worry.
0: Yeah. um, Don't give me any names like that ever again. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Ever. Honestly, send this to Isha because I know Isha was talking a little smack when you were on his show uh, geez, a couple months ago now saying we should get a head to head going because he's terrible at pronouncing names, too. So oh send him this name. See what he can see, what magic he can work with this because, oh, my gosh, this was the hardest name I have ever had to try to pronounce on Hockey Name of the Day. No more of these. Yes, please. Uh No promises. All right, Chase, well, that's going to do it for the episode. So let's hit him with an outro and then we'll peace out and you can go get your haircut. I can do my homework. Unless you want to do my homework, I'll happily allow you to do that.
1: No, I'm OK. Thank you. Really nice of you to offer. But regardless, if you want to become a patron on Patreon, we would really appreciate it. It's not just us. It's the whole network you'd be supporting and getting information from. Uh, not required, but yes, again, or yet again, excuse me, that would be great. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that is at Bolts Broadcast. You follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Uh, you can follow WNP on Twitter at Pod. That's WNPSportsPod. You get your football takes there. Uh, if you follow the Hockey Podcast Network, they're doing another giveaway. Make sure to turn on notifications so you're not missing anything in the giveaways. You know, they're doing kind of like a, a bracket-style challenge yet again, so make sure to get in on that voting. Then if you follow us, you know, you, you get updates from the show, you get news, you get... My, I'm usually the one run, running the, the show on, on that account so you, you'll get my takes on other random stuff here and there so make sure to follow all three of those accounts, turn on notifications because why not right uh, but regardless check out the hockeypodcastnetwork.com, find all the podcasts in the network right there, boom click the logo listen to easy peasy lemon squeezy wherever listening rate us 5 stars send us your questions, comments, concerns and then make sure to use code THPN at DraftKings
0: thanks so much for listening everyone, we'll talk to you next time